What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If you thought Sophie was passionate about DeVay's, allow me to introduce you to my wife. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? And what? You are overly passionate about duvets. Oh, duvets. I didn't understand what you oh, said. Oh, maybe I have to say it 94 times for you to... <laughs> duvet. Duvet. If I knew she was talking about duvet, I could have just shown her the duvets that I had. I, I know love she's... duvets. I think we need a new one. You Duvet all day. <laughs> Every time we go to Ikea or like home goods, you're like, do we need another duvet? Should we refresh our duvet? We like, just bought new, a new duvet for my parents. We did. And everything that goes with it. We sure did. And then my friend stayed over, so she got to use the new duvet. Ooh. It's for mild temperatures. It's, it's, <laughs> it keeps you warm and not too hot. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time researching the duvet. You do. I love duvets. I feel for her. You need a good duvet. I never knew the luxury of a duvet until I met you. I was just a comforter boy. I had a comforter. Yeah, no, because you cannot wash comforters. I'm sure you can wash comforters. Yeah, but you need to you need to wrap them in something. You need really? a duvet cover. I mean, I love the duvet. You know why? Because I wash the duvet cover at least once a week. You mm-hmm. cannot wash comfor- comforters. Comforters. Mm-hmm. Con- no, you had it right. The con thing. You had it right. <laughs> you cannot wash it at often because it's thicker. So yeah, you have to put something on it. But Confronters. Nope. <laughs> you know. Now I know why she likes duvet so much. It's just easier to say. <laughs> They're not as cozy. They're not fluffy. Some I like a are. nice duvet with goose, with some goose or some bird <laughs> in it. No? For someone so passionate about duvets, she really knows nothing about duvets. <laughs> she just likes the word. I think it makes her feel posh. Well, I don't know if in America it's legal to have bird... <laughs> Bird stuff. We don't want to get in trouble. Bird feathers in your duvet. In check, that's all we have. When mm. you sleep in my check bed, the du- duvet, remember how heavy they are, right? Oh, yeah. They're all geese. Nice. And my parents clean it once in a while. You, you bring it to this cleaner. When they, like, let all the feathers out, they clean them. They, like, what? put them back in the duvet. Yeah. You guys are serious about your duvets. Very serious. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if that's still the thing. When I was younger, I used to go to this duvet cleaner, feathers everywhere. I loved it. It was a big part of my childhood. <laughs> All right. To get your duvet feathers cleaned. All right. Yeah, I really don't know. Maybe these are like artificial feathers. I mean, this is from Ikea. There's no way this it's is. It's not, actually. This is like a nice duvet from Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, really? The one we have for my parents is from Ikea, but it was still wasn't cheap. It was no. like 60 bucks yeah, for a duvet that we use twice a year. We splurge for your parents. We splurge, yeah. You're welcome, Corel and Ivana. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk about duvets, although we will when we get to Rob and Sophie. We're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance, season 10, episode 11. I really like this episode. I thought this one was this one was fun. It was good. It was good. Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about all of it and more. In a minute. Before we do, real quick, a little business. We're on Patreon and Supercast. I think we have one more episode of The Other Way. One more part of this Mm tell-all. And after that, The Single Life, which will be coming to the Patreon and Supercast. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, make sure you sign up over at patreon.com slash reality or reality.supercast.com. Starting at the Cousins Club level, 
get to audio-only coverage of The Single Life. If you go to Family Affair, you'll get audio and video. Yes. How do you like that? So Patreon Supercast. Also, we're on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can hang with us, message us. There's memes, there's news, there's updates. It's a good time, so come on over. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as... Me under the duvet cover. The duvet cover. (laughs) (laughs) I get so dang hot under those duvets, but I didn't realize, yeah, they're like temperature controlled. You can go and you can say, I want a cool duvet, a hot duvet. Yeah, there are all kinds of duvets. So as hot or as cool as a duvet. Nice. Nice. All right. And last but not least... Tis the season to show a little love. If you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for love. And if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Correct. Can I read one? Do it. All right. (laughs) This one comes to us from our friend Sammy Stew. Hello, Sammy Stew. Five stars. Love that. Titled, Keep It Going. Nice. They write, they're like the couple next door you'd hang out with. Love the way these two communicate. Their banter and respect for one another. Their POVs are spot on and fun to listen to. I love it, but what's a POV? Point of view. Ooh, you see, I learned something. What a review. What a review. What a review. I feel like our actual next door neighbors probably are sick of hearing us (laughs) rant and rave about (laughs) reality TV. But Sammy Stu, thank you. Thank you. What a beautiful review. And educational Absolutely. for That's, myself. We strive for that. This this podcast is based on the learning channel. It is. So and we learn go. every day. We sure do. So thank you, Sammy <laughs> Stu. Awesome review. If you haven't left a review, please be like Sammy Stu and leave yes. a review. All right. That's the business. Before we get into the, the entire show, the whole kit and caboodle, all the drama, let's do a little 90 day by the way. Well, before we do the little 90 day by the way, I wanted to share that this is the season to be merry and cheerful mm. and may or may not put a costume on. Tis the season to be married to reality. Yes. And so for our friends on the Patreon and the Supercast, we may or may not drop a little something special during the holidays and we may or may not be in costume. That's a good point because TLC may or may not skip Christmas week. I believe they're taking next Sunday and Monday off. So there won't be new 90. But that means there's a chance for us to drop a Christmas bonus. So we may or may not. We may or may not. But may or may not, may or may not be in costumes. If we do (laughs) drop something, it'll be for all levels, from friends with benefits up to family affair. You'll all get that Christmas bonus. Yes. All right. Now can we do the 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. Let's hear what you've got. Number one, the single life has... Drop their official cast. Yeah. Okay. And not to toot my own horn, but two, two, because I nailed a few of them. You did. And there's some that I'm like, what? And I'm happy to see them. Like John. All right. Well, let's start with John of John and Patrick of Patrick yeah. and Thais. So word on the street, word on this article is John will be connecting with a woman in Texas, Ooh. but a relationship with her comes with three conditions. She wants marriage a baby, and for John to move closer to her, which would be tough on his relationship with Patrick. So John is, yes, the first runner-up in this new season of The Single Life. Next that I was 
kind of surprised, but I'm here for it. It's Chantel. Chantel, that was my big finale. I was going to wait to mention Chantel, oh. but, but let's do it because I'm kind of surprised too. TLC cannot quit her. They're, they've canceled their show, I guess. Or but just- I want to. I want to see Chantel without Pedro and without all that drama. Show me something else. I'm kind of here for it. So do you want to see her on a girl's trip in Greece? Oh, yeah. Oh, or, yeah. That's where they're going. She's going to let loose and find out if she can fall in love again in Greece. I love that. I don't. It's bullshit. But all right. What are you going to do? No, it's not. It's This isn't real. This is... She's not gonna marry someone from Greece. Oh, she may. And she may end up on another season of 90 Day. Well, fingers crossed. I'm glad she's not going to the Caribbean because then I would feel like, ugh, been been there, done that. I'm glad she's going to Greece. Yeah. All right. There you go. Chantel, John, who else you got on your list? Well, I got Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie of Debbie and Usama. She's just trying to find love with someone closer to her own age. I saw some previews about her not being very upfront with her age. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and apparently whoever she dates is going to have to get the wrath of Julian, her son, oh, her, her yeah. police officer son, Julian. So, yeah, Debbie, she's checking into the single life. Then we have our girl, Veronica. Veronica, apparently things are getting serious with Jamal. And yeah. And we're follow along with that. Speaking of Veronica, Tim. Oh, Tim. of course. Tim, it's like, why not? It's a two for one. He was on last season wait, anyway. Wait, wait, He's actually going to be participating in the single life? Yeah, I believe he's got a new love interest that they're going to. Oh, I thought he's just going to be there just mess things up for Veronica. Well, I feel like they were probably like, Tim, you're going to be here anyways. Let's oh, get a little, let's get a little okay. more out of you. I'm actually here for it because I, we always see Tim lately as, not lately, since he had a little affair with the girl in South America. Mm-hmm. We always see him as the friend, the friend, the friend, the pillow talker, the friend, mm-hmm. right? We haven't seen him date at all. So I'm kind of here for it. All right. So Tim will be on our screens. Also, Natalie. Oh, Natalie. My girl, Natalie. Uh, She's so the, nuts. Out of the woods and trying to make it in <laughs> California to start a new career in acting and modeling and to be closer to Josh. She cannot act, but maybe she could model. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but apparently things are not going to go her way this season, and I'm here for that. Uh, I would be upset if things actually went her way. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, someone who I hope things do go their way, Tyree. Oh, yeah! Tyree is stepping outside his comfort zone. He's going to meet some women in real life. I hope he's not trying to date the real Carmela. Forget TRC. <laughs> this is IRL. This is in real life. Although apparently the woman of his dreams is Hillary Clinton, he says. Oh, like the real Hillary Clinton? Nah, THC. No, TRHC. The real Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I mean. THC is something else, kids. I mean, Bill cheated on her, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's counting? Maybe Tyree can be the new Monica Lewinsky. Hello. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That is the cast, the official cast of The Single Life, which is going to be dropping Jan 1. And it'll be covered on our Patreon and Supercast. Yes. Fun fact, speaking of Monica Lavinsky, at the time I was very young. I knew nothing about the U.S. politics, but that thing was all over our news in the Czech Republic about the Clinton's affair with Monica. It was all over the dress, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, that is, by the way, number one. By the way, number two, ooh, guys. I know this one. Buckle up. Really just settle down. Put your coffee, swallow, chew, digest. Relax. This is going to be a good one. Number two. It happened. We manifested it. 
we met our queen, Darcy. The one and only Darcy. And, okay, we, guys, you guys know that John's been a busy bee lately. So he was in Miami for work for a long time. So, me being the good wife that I am, I went to see him for the weekend. I like how you're patting yourself on the back saying, yeah, I'm such a good wife. I got to go stay at a nice hotel in Miami Beach for free. I'm such a good wife. Yeah, I am. You can't, you can't live without me for longer than a week. That's very true. No, it was it was very kind that you drove down by yourself. and Yeah, I wanted to see you. And so I thought, all right, as you said, I'm going to... Spend some time with my beautiful, beloved husband in a nice hotel. Live my best life. That's going to be the highlight. Yeah, I think it still was the highlight. It was the highlight. <laughs> you were the highlight, yeah, of thank course. You, but you weren't the only highlight. No. So, guys, <laughs> I, had a, I forget what day it was, but we said, let's go out to dinner. Let's do a nice dinner. It might have been like the night before you had to leave. Yeah. And we went to the Fountain Blue. They opened up a new restaurant, new Italian restaurant yes. over there. And we had a delicious dinner. Very good. We finished. We settled up and we said, let's go. Let's go grab a drink at the bar. And so we did. And we were sitting there having a drink or two. When my wife had on a swivel said, <laughs> I think that's Georgie and Florian. And I said, absolutely not. It could not be. But I peeked around the corner. And sure enough, it was Georgie and Florian. It was Georgie and Florian. Wild. We like freaked out. Okay, I freaked out. Teresa literally lost her shit. She, I was like, you need to play it cool. Play it cool, sister. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm like, you need to calm down. But if you want to go say hi, collect yourself and go say hi. They don't need me running over to them and and interrupting and mind you at this time no Darcy no Stacy not just the two of them yes Bo boys night and Teresa's like all right well I'm gonna finish my drink I'm gonna play cool but like let's keep an eye on them yes and so we saw them going outside I think for a smoke I also like to smoke once in a while right like once twice a year so yeah, on New Year's Eve sitting on the couch so I went outside I was gonna ask someone for a cigarette and talk to them they were the only smokers so I'm like, why don't I just ask them for a cigarette? And I did. And I told them we watched the show and we chatted a little bit. And I told them, hey, my husband's inside. He's not a smoker. And so Florian wanted to come and say hi. <laughs> and we, so we all did. We went back inside, say hi to John. Georgie kind of bailed on us very quickly. Yeah, but he Florian chatted with us for a little bit. Uh, Florian sat there and probably talked to us for a solid five minutes. Yeah. He, how do I explain Florian? He's exactly as he seems on TV. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly how he seems on TV. Um, I think subtitles help. I could have used subtitles in the in the one-on-one -on -one interaction in person. But, but he was very friendly. Super very friendly. Nice. So nice. Curious what we were doing there. Wanted to chat about work and life and I told them I'm from Connecticut and shouted out where they, Bellagio, that Bellagio, whatever, however you pronounce yeah. it, the restaurant that's near my parents' house. And he's like, oh, my friend owns that. Very lovely. Very sweet. Then he disappeared. And we realized why. 
because Darcy walked over and we're like, oh my gosh. She didn't come over to us. No, she didn't. And Georgie was gone already. So Georgie didn't really hang out with us, but he chit-chatted with me outside while having a smoke. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think Darcy crossed, like across the bar, you could see her walking It was out. Darcy or Stacy. It was one of them. They were far. So I couldn't tell exactly which one because, hey, they're twins. They're twins. And someone hollered for Florian. Like Florian didn't want to leave us. He didn't want to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to stop talking to us. But he got hollered at. And so he's like, all right, I got to go. And he left and they disappeared. And that was fine. We're like, I can't believe it. We just talked to... Georgie and Florian. And we saw we, Darcy we saw, or Stacy. We saw Darcy or Stacy. And we said, that's great. That was so unexpected. What yes. more could you ask for? Let's sit and let's finish our drink. Yeah. So we like finish our drinks and then let's go outside, call a cab because it was like 15 minute walk to our hotel room and it was yeah. so windy in Miami. Really so windy. We, go, we go outside waiting for a cab. We look to the right. And that is Darcy. They're I'm not even joking. Glowing. Absol- glowing. Absolutely glowing. No one around her. No one bothering her. Florine wasn't out there. Georgia. No she one was, was there. She was just like by herself on her phone. And we were like, what do we do now? There she is. Our queen. Do we go interrupt her? Is she trying to get space? Is she in a fight with Georgie? Is this a time to approach? What do we do? Our Uber was like 10 minutes away. So I'm like... This is the time to shine. Uh, one shot. You only got you only got one shot, Eminem said. So. And so we walked over and we were like, hey, Darcy, can we just say hello? And we talked a little bit and she hugged us. She She's hugged beautiful. us. She, again, I, I brought up Connecticut. We did not say, here's the thing. We didn't say we podcast about her. No. We wanted to just go up as someone who watched the show and a fan we're of her. fans. We're real fans. We wanted her to feel comfortable. Like if she tells us things that we're not going to spill it to you guys. And she told us some things. She, so like my biggest, my two biggest takeaways. One, she's stunning. Like in, She's very, very beautiful. In person, she's gorgeous. You think, oh, it's a lot of filters when she looks good. I, I don't know if she did her own makeup that night or what happened, but she looks fantastic. I actually think that... Her putting so many filters on herself on Instagram is hurting her because in person, she's very pretty. Very she pretty. She smells really good. Very pretty. <laughs> so sweet. So like, sweet. It wasn't like a, hi, nice to meet you, got to go. She just stood there and chatted and talked. And my other big takeaway is her and Georgie really love each other. That's not for the show. Like she was talking about the wedding and how it was real. And I don't want to give too much away because, again, I think she said some things that maybe shouldn't be out there until it's time for it to be out there. But they got married, obviously. It was legit. She loves him. They love each other. She, they couldn't be without each other. Georgie really fought for her to come back and be with him. Like, it was a real conversation where it just felt like people talking about love and happiness and their wedding. It wasn't, it wasn't a reality TV plot. No, and she was so sweet. I had, like, no makeup on because I have my eczema on my face unfortunately i i guys i told you guys i invented this thing i call it the vaseline uh, eyeshadows mm-hmm. then instead of eyeshadows i put vaseline on my eyelids mm-hmm. but anyways she was like you're beautiful and i'm like thank you <laughs> <laughs> compared to you well not really but thank you so super sweet super nice and then i mean uh, our uber came 
which was great because we probably talked to her for 10, 15 minutes. Literally waiting for the Uber. And as soon as we're getting in the Uber, all of a sudden Georgie and Florian walk out. They're like, hey, he's like, hey, John, hey, Teresa, see you guys later. Like, Florian, yeah. yeah. We're best friends with Florian now. And that's that's when we saw Stacy walk oh, yeah. in here. She like looked at us like, who the fuck are these? Who the fuck is <laughs> How do they know walking? Florian? <laughs> he just say, he say, he say, he's like, bye, guys. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It was so funny. They were all so sweet. Yeah. Well, um, we didn't talk to Stacy, but I'm sure she is. But Georgie, Florian, Darcy, all super sweet, all just as they are on TV. Yeah. Georgie was the same. Darcy was the same. I mean, I didn't get any catchphrases out of her. I wish we, I should have been like, can you tell me like manifest it or something <laughs> or how much you love love? But she was the best. She uh, was very, very nice. Like very down to earth. Yeah. But again, she was standing outside. There's probably 20 other people standing outside waiting for Ubers or whatever. Yeah. No one went up to talk to her. So she's she's bigger than Elvis to us. But I think to the general public, it's like, who's that lady? So well, yeah. I'm I glad guess. she's I'm glad she's humble and down to earth and as sweet as she was. They say don't meet your heroes, but we did. And we she, was the, and she was the best. I know. So, all right, that's our Darcy's story it finally happened. Yeah. It happened unexpectedly. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd run into her into Connecticut or, or see her, you know, when we were home for Thanksgiving. But yeah, no. But she did say that they live in Miami now. Yeah. So that nice. makes sense. Woo. There you go. That's awesome. We're still glowing. But wanted to share it with you John guys. John is like, who are you? I've never seen Teresa fangirl the way she did. We got back to the hotel and she was just like running around in circles. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> she could not believe that she had met Darcy Silva. I know. Well, because I'm always a big fan. I always, I was always there for her. And I really have to say now when I m- met her in person that, man, girl, stop doing all the filters. Like she literally doesn't need any of that. No. Like she can do her makeup very well. Yeah. That's, that's all you need if you want to look good on social media. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There you go. Yeah, and she smelled really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the boobs were out. Yes. The boobs were out. All right, that is it. By the way, number one and two. I Ooh. feel like I need a break now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like reliving it. I know. <laughs> All right, we're buzzing over here. Let's keep it going. Let's talk about this episode, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season 10, episode 11. Let's start with Clayton and Anley. Suitcase on the bed is uh, bad. Uh, Suitcase wheels on the bed? Burn that bed. No. He, Clayton, like, I can wrap my mind around someone who throws the suitcase on the bed, not thinking, and starts to pack because it's just easier. You don't have to bend over. But he literally had the wheels. Like, he was, like, rolling it back and forth on the bed. Those wheels have been through it all, through the bathrooms, through the streets, through whatever. And maybe that's why Annalie doesn't want to bang. If I saw you do that, I'd be like, I'm not banging this person. That's disgusting. If they do that. Well, I think I'm the one who actually told you about never, ever put luggage on your bed because it's it's gross. You got to respect the duvet. You have to respect the duvet. Plus, we don't even, we don't even sit or lay on our bed with actual clothes. Like we... 
only in pajamas or home clothes that didn't leave the apartment. They were a little. We're very particular about this. It's a sacred place. Yeah. It's clean. We wash it all the time. Like when I get in bed at night and after I wash my body, it's just beautiful because mm-hmm. it's it feels so clean. Yeah. That's what I want to keep, right? Yeah. So the reason there's a suitcase on the bed, they're packing. They're going to go see Cameron in California. And this is always the cruelest trick that Americans play on their foreign fiancés is like, let's go to a way better city and see what is out there for you. But then we're going to come back and you're going to be stuck living here. What's, it's, not even, it's not even a way better city. It's the living situation. I think if they lived in the apartment by themselves, it seems like a nice apartment with some pool. If it was cleaner or let her clean it, organize it. I don't think she would be so mad. Kentucky is not California. And I love well, Kentucky. Of, of course it's not. I love Kentucky. I love San Diego. I loved Bardstown. I love the whiskey trail. But I think if you're Anna Lee, you go to San Diego, a whale's vagina, and you're like, oh, this is this what? Is San Diego. It means a whale's vagina. Really? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's from Anger Man. But uh, I, think she, I think San Diego is more her speed than Kentucky. Well, of course, it's a it's California. I love yeah. San Diego. I would love to live in San Diego. It has like the perfect weather, a lot of seals, mm-hmm. a lot of seals. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but it's very far from the Czech Republic. Oh, got it. Like we would have to really pick our bottles when it comes to vacations and holidays. Yeah. I think it would just be tough. We would be six hours from Connecticut. I don't even know how many hours from the Czech Republic. It wouldn't be ideal for us, but as a city, I love it. Did you see the shirt Clayton was wearing? Yeah, the California shirt. This is worse than wearing the t-shirt of the band that you're going to see. It's like wearing the t-shirt of the state that you're going to visit. Yes. It's one thing to wear it on the way out. Like, oh, I picked this up while I was here. Yeah, I I was wearing a Sedona shirt on the way out of Sedona. It's one thing to wait on the way out, (laughs) but to wait on the wear it on the way in, that's a whole other level. So cut to California. We meet Cameron Kardashian. That's the that's the only way I can describe it. It's Cameron with a K, which is a very Kardashian way of spelling things. Is it? Uh-huh. You think Kim should be spelled with a C? No, but everything is everything is K with the Kardashians, isn't it? I don't know. I don't really follow the Kardashians. Huh. I used to. That was my the foray. most I've ever seen of Kim Kardashian is that I've been catching up on some American horror stories. And she is in the New York one. I don't know if it's like a last season. Yeah. So she's in it. And I'm like, ugh. But so far, so good. Uh, but no, like Courtney with a K, Chloe with a K. They're all Ks, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So Cameron with a K. Um, this airport meeting, <laughs> I thought like I thought Cameron was going to have a choreographed dance prepared for, for Clayton. Shout out to Rob. Like. This was a this was a lovely meeting. Well, here's the thing. I think Clayton has blue balls or whatever you guys call it. I don't think he banged in a very long time. Okay. And so I think he's just so sexual things he says. So much. Yeah, so it's and so I think testosterone. He, like, any any hug or anything would probably like, oh, it's my friend still. It's some it's some human touch. True. And 
I honestly think this meeting was probably more emotional than meeting Annalie because he's known this guy for over a decade. Yeah. He's been friends with this guy for over a decade. I'm sure as much as he talked to Annalie, he's talking to Cameron three times as much. He's All the time. always on the computer, always playing games. So for them to meet in person was probably pretty overwhelming. Yeah. And so here's why I said that Clayton is so sexually frustrated and we'll see it later, but Annalie is trying to learn how to pronounce Cameron's name. Mm. She has a hard time. So she's like, it's, it's like Camoro, which means a shrimp in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And Clayton is like, um, I think if you said that, he'll think you're thinking of his chorizo. Hello. It's like, bro, why would you even <laughs> go there? You're so sexually frustrated. Yeah. And you make her feel so uncomfortable. He's, all the time. He's pulling out all the stops to try to get laid. I mean, this Airbnb, this thing was nice. This thing, he splurged to try to set the mood and, and get laid. But from the outside, I was like, what are they staying? But I know. on the inside, very nice. I feel like that's California. And I, I, I'm i not an expert on California real estate, but I've been a number of times. I've looked up listings. Every time you go to a city, you're like, could live here and then you, you go on Zillow and you start to look at properties and every house at least in the budget I would put in looks like this ranch or this bungalow style oh yeah and then it's two million dollars yeah this oh, thing yeah. was this thing was pricey I would have to imagine especially San Diego San Diego's expensive yeah it's probably because of all the seals you think so the, yeah the, the seal tax the seal tax yeah well-deserved. Well-deserved. All right. <laughs> so then Cameron dropped them off. They got to get the lay of the land a little bit. Annalise saw the place. Thought, I think Cameron thought, or Clayton thought, maybe this will set the mood and get the juices flowing. But they head to dinner. And anything but is happening. Well, here's, here's where I'm trying to figure it out. I don't think she's that attractive to him. So... I don't know why she's there, to be honest. I know. I I don't see any love. She doesn't seem like somebody who is doing anything they can to get to the States. I think, and I don't know what this is. You had a great take with Emily's gas, and maybe that's what Brennan is turned off by on maths. Mm. So I don't know what this could possibly be, but it almost seems like Annalie picked up the ick somewhere. Like she was, she was really into him and agreed to get married and move to the States. But somewhere along the lines, she picked up the ick and she can't get over that. And that's why she's just opposed to any form of intimacy. I'll tell you what it is. It's Violet, guinea pigs and peritos. Small dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. And that, that. That claustrophobic apartment filled with mom in a closet and all I these know, animals but, she wants to cook. But as Clayton told his friends when the topic came up, I've taken her to hotels. She's now at this nice Airbnb and still nothing's happening. Yeah, because I think she's trying to picture her life. And I get it. If you get an ick about something, about someone especially, it's... It's hard to overcome. I don't know if it happened to you in the past. I'm sure it has because you are very particular. But I've dated guys that they did one thing or they said one thing. And I'm like, mm, this is it. I will never, I never want to see you again because ew. And it yeah. could have been something very ridiculous. But for me, I was like, ugh. 
Well, she needs to figure it out because they're getting married. I think you afford somebody some level of latitude to repair whatever they did if you're this serious if you're in this serious of a relationship, it's not just like, oh, you went on a first date and he did something. This is serious. You have to get over it. Or not. I, I guess. <laughs> but they, they've they they've spent, what, six, seven days together on a vacation, basically, right? Yeah. It's very different living with someone and being on a vacation with someone, right? Very, very different. And so I think she just... I don't think she's loving the situation. I don't think she's loving the fact that he's always on his computer. That's a he big, has no yeah. friend. He has no social life. That's a and big apparently, part of it. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. He doesn't drink at all. This was confusing in Colin because Teresa and I kind of looked at each other and said, what? So when the waitress comes to take their drink order, Clayton goes on this whole rant about how he's going to order a virgin drink because he doesn't drink and also he's a virgin. So he's just going to go all in on virgin didn't they do a whiskey tasting? Yeah, but I think maybe it was for her more of like, oh, because she drinks, I think. And so let's see what Kentucky gets to offer, right? Yeah. How do you live in Kentucky and not drink? Well, the the real situation is probably that he lived in Kentucky and he drank a whole lot Ooh. and then had to stop. If that's true, if he's truly not drinking. Well, uh, here's a hot take that I think that's that's the true I think drinking is a social thing. He doesn't socialize. Mm. What is he going to drink with? Mom in the closet? Knock, knock, mom, come out. Like, let's have a beer. I don't think so. (laughs) It's a a good point. So, Colin, if you know, or we can just go back and watch that tasting. Because I could have sworn he was sipping on whiskey, but maybe not. Well, well, here's the thing. I think he's not a sober person, like sober, sober, saying absolutely fucking not. I think he just doesn't drink. Sure. I think if it comes down to it, he might sip on something here and there, but I don't think he actively, like he would go out and have a cocktail. Like I have a, I have a friend like this and both her and her husband, they don't drink, but yes, like is, does she going to have the occasional sangria or something lighter and sweeter? Yes. Yeah. But they don't drink. Yeah. So this whole virgin rant set Annalie off. It was so awkward. It was so awkward. Especially I, for Cameron and his girlfriend. Well, I almost feel like it came from a place of awkwardness. Like Clayton is uncomfortable with Annalie right now. Now add on top of that, he's uncomfortable with Cameron because this is a big deal. He's meeting him. He's asking him to be his best man. And in those awkward situations, you always say something dumb and you're like, why did I say that? Why why did I let that slip out? And I think this virgin comment to the waitress is one of those things where he's like, I said it because I was awkward. I didn't know what else to say. And now he regrets it. I guess. But it's also because he says, I don't socialize. I don't go out. This is this is different for me. I think he's just an awkward person. I don't think he realized how it's going to sound until he said it out loud. And then Cameron and V... They're like, oh, TMI, TMI. And poor Cameron is worried about Clayton's future sex life, which yeah. we all are too. I feel like he might not have any. Cameron seems way too normal to be besties with Clayton. Well, I think Cameron is a normal dude who plays video games, but maybe not as as much as Clayton. Well, you think about it. It's like they've been friends for over a decade. Clayton's 30. So yeah, maybe when Cameron was 20, he was playing all the time and then he matured. He got his 
girlfriend, who I also think is a foreigner. I think he's younger. I think he's like, in, he looks younger. I think he could be in his mid-20s. So even to that point, 10 years ago when they first started hanging out online, yeah, he was in his teenage years. Yeah. And maybe he did play 10 hours a day. And now if he's 26, 27, maybe he's gotten his act together a little bit more. Yeah. He definitely seems a little more social. Yeah. 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 Well, I, maybe Cameron will be a good influence on Clayton. I think Anna Lee is a good influence on Clayton. Get him out of his shell. Get him out of his room. Yes, we'll see about that. Well, I think what needs to happen if they want to make it, mom needs to go or yeah. get a bigger place. And I, yeah. I get it. If he's the sole provider, might not be as easy to pay for three people, right? Mm -hmm. I think he must be making a decent salary as someone who works with the computers, totally. whatever he does, right? He needs to get a, either mom needs to move out, which I thought it was the idea of her living in a closet so she can save up mm -hmm. or they just need to get a bigger place. Like this cannot keep happening because I would not want to be in a situation like this. I agree. Let's move on to another less than ideal living situation. Yes. Are you talking about Rob and Sophie? You know, I am. Um, so the joy of picking out rings did not last long. We kind of left on a high note last episode where Rob put on the ring and he was feeling good. I think he was the reality of him being a husband was settling in. But now there's a new fight. A duvet. To duvet or not to duvet? You need a duvet. You really need a duvet. It, that makes all the difference when you sleep. Eh, okay. You uh, need a How much do you love our duvet? And I'm like poking as I'm talking to you. I like the duvet a lot. I think I would be just as comfortable with a comforter. No. But, hey, I'm, I'm not going to start fighting you because we've already had enough duvet fighting uh, with Rob and Sophie. And the funny thing about or the annoying thing about this argument was just the word duvet being said <laughs> 49,000 times. Well, you know what it is, too? In Europe, like we love duvets. We don't really have comforters. Oh, okay. You nailed oh, it that I time. Know, I know. I already, I already <laughs> thought of that. We have duvets. Okay. We live for duvets. Okay. I think I just, comforters are just weird to me. It's a, what is it? A thick blanket? Yeah. You know, the one we got for a wedding from your mm -hmm. wild friend. Mm -hmm. I hated that. It wasn't great. We it got rid of it when we moved. It wasn't great. I don't even think this was a fight over duvets though. This, this fight was about the living situation in general. The yeah. Du the duvet was just what they were discussing at the moment, but it was really a broader argument about Sophie doesn't want to live in that dorm room. Yeah. And I can understand that. I think I side with Rob a little bit, which doesn't happen often, but when he's like, can I hear some birds chirp? Can I get a moment of tranquility in the morning before we start arguing? But I don't think she was trying to argue. I think she woke up again uncomfortable, probably cold, saying, hey, like, I think we need to do vey. I think it's okay to say it. He just get upset. Like, oh, you always need something. You always need something from me. True. And it turns out he had like three duvets. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, I was surprised when she said to camera how much she was sacrificing for Rob. And she included that she was sacrificing her sexuality. Yeah. It's an interesting choice of words because... Previously, when they would discuss this, she was like, I love you. I only want to marry you. I only want to be with you. That doesn't sound like a sacrifice. That sounds like a choice. I think, as I said it again, they fight all the time. 
They fight so much so that they don't even have any sex life pretty much. And we'll see it in a minute. But she's so young that I think she needs to break up with him, explore and see what she actually likes. She's so young, sacrificing her life with this guy who lives in a dorm without a bathroom, always argue, and she never really tried what she, I believe, wants to try. I agree. I think that's probably the root of a lot of her anxiousness is that. I think if she was maybe in her 40s or so and thought, you know what, I love this guy. I don't think I can find one better. I can sacrifice... I can sacrifice my sexuality because I think this is it. I could see the argument thinking, okay, she was unlucky in love. Now she's a little older. She might want to settle with someone who she thinks she loves, right? Whatever. She's 23 years old. Yeah. She doesn't need to settle at all. At 23, I was partying hard. I'm learning English, living my best life. Yeah. I think she probably feels trapped physically she feels trapped in that dorm room i think she feels trapped sexually she feels like i haven't been able to explore the other side of my sexuality she feels trapped financially i think she feels trapped and as a young person it's scary if you're trapped when you're 50 you're like i'm trapped in this life well cool that's the life you chose for yourself she's so young to feel that way i know i feel bad for her and i really hope that she will not marry him i agree so we cut to the brewery, or is it brewery? <laughs> they have breweries in London, don't they? Yeah, they have breweries <laughs> everywhere. But maybe but maybe it's just... not called a brewery. Maybe it's called the beer hall. No, it's called the brewery. A beer hall is different. Maybe she's just asking how to say it in a, an American accent. Maybe. Brewery. Um, I like how Rob opens the door for a lady <laughs> when they're in the car. He just reaches across her and just shoves the door open. <laughs> What a gentleman. Yeah. I don't know why he's taking her to a brewery if she doesn't drink a beer. Because he does. He he was doing like big boy flights. You know, some people, they do a flight. It's an ounce or two of beer. He just had pints next to each other. Well, I think he beer. got the one for free. Why would he get one for free? Because that guy came over. I think he offered him a free beer. Oh, I, I missed that. I just looked up and saw two pints of beer next to each other, different beers that were being drank at an equal rate. I think they, and that's my assumption, I think they saw their filming. So the guy came, plugged it in because Sophie was drinking a rosé from a beer glass. Mm. And so he brought another beer. Got and Rob said something about um, a big boy fight. What do you call it? What did he say? I when called it a big drink, boy flight. I don't when know. When you drink two beers at the time. Oh, uh, double fisting. Double fisting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, here's the thing. I, I drink beer. I love breweries, right? That's so, an understatement. <laughs> okay, I, love, I, I drink a beer. I have a beer once in a while. Okay. I love breweries. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a craft beer, right? You do love breweries too. So it makes sense when you and I go. If I didn't, I think it would be selfish if you were bringing me to breweries if I have nothing to drink there. Well, she had something to drink, and I think breweries are vibraries. Breweries have vibes. Not this one. This one, not so much. Although, I think it was outside. It was... was, Yeah, it was in a parking lot. It was nice. No, but I think breweries are a place to hang. You can bring kids. You can bring a dog. It's... I think it's okay, as long as there's something for the other person to drink. If Correct. it's, we only have beer, then that's rude. But if it's Correct. like, we have wine, if you drink wine, or if, you, if you're sober, we have juices or whatever, like, that's fine. 
seltzers. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. I think it's okay. Here's the thing. They were having a good time. This is the most fun I've seen them have together all season. True. But then Sophie said something that got me thinking. Okay. She said, well, we should spend more cutie time together. Quality time, guys. Yeah. We should spend more cutie time together and do this more often. And they're always like, well, how often? And she's like, <laughs> maybe like every two weeks. And he's like, oh, it was too often for him. That's, that doing, seems like a lot. Doing a date night and a cutie time every two weeks, not enough. Well, he's on a budget. This man is on a budget and well, you he's can, concerned. You can go, you can spend quality time together on a budget. I agree. I, but I think his initial reaction was that sounds expensive to him. It's renting an Airbnb on the ocean. That's QT time. It's going to the brewery and buying beers. That's expensive. For her, it could just be, sure, maybe like going to the park, walking yeah. in nature, going for a hike. Quality time. QT I, time. I don't think the knob understands that. No, he does not. But also, and I'm going to bring another fellow 90 day into the mix, Sam, right? He has a rough life, but he works. All the time. Yeah. We saw the boxes, so we know he works at Amazon, right? Yeah. I think he can make decent money doing that. Oh, he just yeah. need to work hard. Rob can definitely do something like this. I don't even know what he does. Is he trying to be a model? Does he I work? Think so. model what does actor. he do? Like, he can actually find a big boy job and take care of his woman. Yes. And don't, don't get fancy, but get a one bedroom with a freaking bathroom inside. Like he's just, he strikes me as someone who's lazy and loves to complain instead of trying to do something about it. I agree. Like when we lived in New York before I moved in with you, I worked like four freaking jobs so I could pay for school. I could pay for my life. Like I had no choice. I wasn't walking around complaining and I worked all the freaking time. Right. Mm hmm. And he could do the same thing. I'm not telling him to work all the time. He is Sophie, but you can find a real job. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then you can afford your sex toys at Cupid's Closet. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, things have been stressed lately, right? The sex hasn't been happening. So Sophie said, we should go to Cupid's Closet. We should get some, some toys and, and we should find something maybe specifically for Rob. Yes. And it seemed like this was her idea. But then Rob said, oh, I'm down for everything. She doesn't even know what she's signing up for because I'm just thinking, what haven't I done? Like this penis vibrator that hugs your penis and vibrates. It makes for a great stocking stuff for this season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no pun intended. Then, so like, yeah, the sales associate comes up, shows them to the guys section. Then a second sales associate comes up and it's like, have you seen this intense cock ring? Like it was getting very aggressive for very Sunday aggressive, night. But here is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, was this production driven or was this real? Because she's like, oh, you guys are about like hot, good looking people. And so um, uh, if you're looking for something different, something to, to try out. <laughs> if this if this previous thing I showed you that had to be completely blurred out isn't isn't what's striking your fancy. And I'm like, what was this that they showed that was completely blurred out? They couldn't even show it on TV. They're like, if that's not for you, how about a little... Menage a trois action. Yes, and Rob was 
waiting for Sophie's reaction, I think. Because this happened so fast. I don't even know how they went from zero to 100. Because but- Rob didn't immediately say like, hey, I'm getting married. Oh. Don't even don't even ask if that's a possibility. He was he looked like he was entertaining it maybe. And that set Sophie off. Yeah, but I almost feel like Sophie should entertain it because. Well, and that's the thing. This turns into this big argument. Ooh, a huge argument. And I feel like Sophie's projecting because I don't think Rob made it seem like he wanted to bang the sales associate, but I think maybe she wants to bang the sales associate. And so she's projecting. She's feeling like, yeah, I would like to to get a little get a little intimate with this woman, but I'm going to get upset at Rob because maybe he wants to, even though he didn't show it, he wants to. Because if I want to, he must want to. And so I think she was projecting. Well, I think she she's a very monogamous person. I don't think she's open to anything else at the moment, at least. And so because he cheated on her in her head immediately, she's like, oh, all right. So he virtually cheated on me. Now he wants to do it in person. But he didn't do anything. In the store, he didn't. He didn't even like smile, laugh. No, he ask. smiled, but he didn't shut it down. No, but neither, he did, neither said, did she. Oh, we're, oh? Neither, did, neither did she. No, but I feel like she wanted him. She wanted to see that, oh, he doesn't want anyone else but her. Right, right. I think I can see that, especially after all the issues they've had with him sending, a, sending dick pics to other women. But maybe let's give Rob the benefit of the doubt here because we don't do that often. He knows that Sophie is bisexual, may want to entertain a woman. So maybe he thought, oh, I shouldn't shut it down. Maybe she does want to entertain this. Maybe Sophie does Mm -hmm. want this. So she's open to it. I'll support it. So maybe he was being a supportive partner by not shutting it down. Interesting. I think so. Well, it got into a huge fight (laughs) in that store. Worse than the duvet. I'm glad they don't sell duvets at this store because I couldn't (laughs) imagine the fight that would come out of that. Yes, and that was kind of it. Yes. I think it's a good place to take a break. Let's take a break. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, wedding bells, blue balls, all the things. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready to go to a wedding? I am, but I'm very confused because this happened so fast. So fast. They're done with their 90 days. And yes, we're talking about Devin and Nick. But we never saw the graphic on screen say like one day to wed. I don't think no, because it just said I, wedding day. Well, here's my hot take. I think she wasn't okay with filming. And I think maybe she gets a lot of anxiety and they needed to take a break from filming. But they agreed to, all right, we said we're going to be on the show. We can film the wedding. Interesting. Because we saw her freaking out. True. True. Uh, Not everyone waits the full 90 days. I don't think you should have to. If you know that you're ready to marry someone, you you marry them. That's what I thought until dad says, yeah, we had our, we were skeptical, but we got to know Nick during the 90 days. True. He said that. Maybe something did happen with production or with one of them that... Because we, they were introduced a little later. We saw them in Korea. They got to, where is she from? Oh, Arkansas. I was going to say misery, but that's Sam. Arkansas. We saw Nick making the piggy comment and talking about Americans being fat. 
and all of a sudden, woohoo, they're married. You're so right. They've probably been on at most five or six yeah. episodes this season. That's a good point. I forget because I know they showed previews. I forget if they were in any of they the They weren't. So interesting. So, uh, well, let's talk about it because it, in my opinion, this was the nicest wedding we've ever seen on 90 Days. It was after our wedding. This was my favorite wedding I've ever seen. Yes. So it's the morning off, right? They're ready to, they're ready to hit the road. <laughs> Before, I just want to point out, maybe, maybe Devin has to have some intense oral surgery and that's why she had to take time off because she doesn't even open her mouth to brush her teeth. She doesn't open her mouth when she talks. She doesn't open her mouth when she brushes her teeth. I'm sure her cavities are, her molars are just filled with cavities. Yeah. We saw her brush and it was like. I think she just does things very slowly. Yeah. Anyways, but, wedding day. Yeah, they're heading to the venue. Good news. Devin's handbook came in. Yes, hopefully it looks the way she expected it. So we get to the venue and it's beautiful. Gorgeous. It's all white with those Korean flowers. Yeah, like a tree, the trees, the yes, flowers. Yeah, some Korean decorations. It was I, really nice. I'm just going to say this. Parents have some cash. I think the parents have a little cash. Uh, we know, yes, Devin and Nick are, I don't think, coughing up the money for this. Well, I don't know what they do. I don't know what she does for a living, and he just either. got there. Yeah, and we know how this wedding ended. That's that's some coin. Oh, yeah. And right so there. I'm like, damn, this is really, really pretty. The handbook looks beautiful. They removed yeah. all the gold. I really like it. It looks very nice on she her. She loved it. Devin said it looked perfect. Yeah, her hair, everything looks great. Nick is getting ready with the dad. He's feeling himself in his yeah. handbook. And he's telling the dad, he's like, yeah, when we did the practice yesterday, I, I really, really got tickled. My emotions, my heart <laughs> got tickled. And dad is happy to hear. He's like, you know what? I think he really loves her. Like, this makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's always a little bit of doubt when a foreigner marries an American. What is your intent? What are you here for? But if you're getting tickled, then it, then it's a positive. Did your heart get tickled when we did the practice? Oh, I'm very ticklish. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember the practice. I remember the practice. I, I don't think I was that tickled. No. I don't Maybe. think I Because I think I was just, you guys know we've told the story 94 times at this point. We had lost power. Yeah. And I think I was more stressed. Well, Are we actually going to be able to do this thing? No, the way that we was all to? good. I, I, at that point, I'm like, it's happening. We have the generators. It's happening. Really? The night before? We did the rehearsal the night before. Yeah. That was when we were still not sure if we were able to have the welcome. No, we need that. We knew that because we, we got there in the morning being upset myself. And they said, well, we need to rethink it because... They have these powerful generators like in the forest. So you couldn't see them or hear them, but they were new and they couldn't get them going. Mm -hmm. That was my level of stress. And as we were talking to the venue, the coordinators, someone came in and said, guys, it kicked in. We're good. And I was like, and they said, you guys will be fine. So I just trusted them. Honestly, I don't think I let myself fully accept that it was happened that all all this was going to go off without a hitch until I started walking down the aisle and still that until that point I think I was like I don't know the generators might yeah I think I was worried about it oh I wasn't until the ceremony started once it started I was all in 
but no, I, the night before, uh, everything was working fine. I was power. They said they have powerful generators. And they kicked true. in. I was fine. All right. Well, back to this wedding. It's go time. Two years in the making. Devin comes down the aisle. I, I hadn't seen Sophie smile this much in 11 episodes. I hadn't seen Devin smile this much in 11 episodes. Everyone's happy this yeah, episode. Yeah, and Nick is getting emotional. Nick was crying. A lot of people did not want to be on camera. A lot of blurred faces in the so background. I was questioning this. A lot of blurred faces, which is one of two things you asked not to be on, or maybe TLC couldn't get the waivers signed. Like you have mm. to sign, I think. Yeah. To, so maybe they just couldn't get everyone in time. I don't know. But a lot of blurred faces. One man whose face was not blurred was the man who was officiating. That that bearded man really had a way with words. Like the aesthetic of the wedding was beautiful, but also what he said was beautiful. Yeah. The way everyone reacted was beautiful. Yeah, it was a very, very nice wedding. I like the way she looked. He looked sharp too. Wearing the hem, has it handbook? Handbook. Handbook. Yeah. It was beautiful. He, I love that he was getting emotional. So emotional. One of them, one of them needed to. And, and I don't think Devin has enough. She's very emotionless. Yeah. I'm glad Nick shared a tear. Yeah. And then they say I do. They go outside and there's a helicopter waiting for them. Wild. This is next level. Oh, yeah. Sunset helicopter ride around the town. And Devin is like, yeah, my parents did a little something for us. Parents got cash. <laughs> parents got cash. And then... I don't think they filmed the reception because all of a sudden we see the sparkly send off. Yeah, there's something going on with the lack of coverage of this couple. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but we see her. I think she removed the handbag. She had like a shorter skirt and sneakers. Mm -hmm. They ran through it. But that was the end of the night. Beautiful. Because we saw the helicopter landed. They went into the reception. And then they and come it was out. Day, but it was day. Yeah. It was daytime and then they came out. It was Sparkler, night. So they didn't film the reception. Very interesting. Maybe they just wanted some privacy. Good for them. And I think they signed up to be on the show and they did enough. Good for them. And yeah. Let's see. Maybe this could be one of those couples where maybe we cut to nine months later and we got a, a pregnant Devin. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. And they still live in that big house. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's go from a, a lovely couple, a beautiful moment, to quite the opposite. Ashley and Manuel. Ashley and Manuel. So we see Ashley trying on some princess goddess mermaid dresses. I wonder what budget Manuel gave Ashley. Like if Ashley told Manuel how much these dresses cost, he, oh my his gosh. head would probably explode. Yeah, I don't think he knows. <laughs> Here's the vibe. Mermaid, crystals, goddess coming out of the water. I didn't get any of that from the dress. I, it looked like a pretty, it was a nice dress, but it looked like a classic dress. Yeah, classic dress. I, Yeah, I didn't get that either. <laughs> it was, I don't think it was a mermaid cut. I didn't, I mean, the crystals with the crown, okay. Yeah. Which was an interesting finishing touch. I, I kind of liked it. I wouldn't and wear it. It looked like something you'd get at a, a mall kiosk. No, it looks something you would get at a crystal store, which I'm sure she goes to all the time. I'm sure she does. So I think it was a vibe for her. Apparently, it's 100% crystal quartz. They have amplifying powers, so she wants it to cleanse the I like it. union. Or I like do, it more than you. the dress. The dress, I didn't mind the dress. The dress was 
Classic. It was a classic. Well, I was dress. expecting something else from her, something more wild, more like wavy, more s- yeah, more Becca from Mass. More, more mermaid goddess coming out of the water. Exactly. The the crown to <laughs> me looked like uh, like a bunch of icicles fell and got stuck on her head. I liked it, and mom and sister are asking, "What do you think Manuel is gonna think of the crown?" Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like. He might think I look like Sirena, the whatever ocean, oh. mysterious person. Not familiar with that one. Yeah, they're like Sirene. Is it Sirens? Oh, Siren. Well, she said Sirena. She said oh. in Spanish. Got it. And I'm like, don't they? Don't they be? Aren't they supposed to be like sexual? So sailors jump into the water and drown. I thought that's a mermaid. Oh, is that a siren? The siren. Oh. Yeah, mermaids are just mermaids. They're just like living their best lives. Got it. I don't know. I don't subscribe to all that BS. Well, I used to watch Cena and Hercules. Got it. Yeah. So there were some sirens in there. Anyway, well, speaking of Manuel. Uh, no one's really loving Manuel except Ashley. She's very quick to defend him, saying how he doesn't have friends. He's got no one to talk to. So she's just always giving him the benefit of the doubt. She says, our relationship is fire. Our chemistry Ugh. is fire. Ugh. Here's the issue with fire, Ashley. It can burn things down if you're not careful. And mom knows it. Mom, mom says, well... It is fire because you fight and you bang and you fight and you bang and you fight and you bang. How long can you sustain on that? And that's a great point. Yeah, it's such a great point. And I don't see any positivity in the relationship except for sure in the bedroom, things are fire. That's great. Outside of the bedroom, things are absolute garbage. No, things are fire too, but the wrong type of fire. Trash fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. What's a trash fire? Same thing. (laughs) <laughs> Same thing. Um, and so mom's like, all right, well, I don't buy this. I don't think it's good. I'd love to have a word with Manuel. I want to speak my mind. Yes, but she wants to have a word with him all alone, which yes. Ashley isn't sure. So her plan is to go with Manuel and see how things are. But they whip out the phones. They do. Uh, Ashley's mom was giving principal vibes. Like, I felt like Manuel got in trouble at school and was sent to the principal's <laughs> office. Just the way she was sitting there and he was, he, I don't know, there's something immature about him. But yeah, they had to do this whole thing through Google Translate. Well, I'm glad he at least agreed to that. Sure. He could have freaked out and be like, absolutely fucking not. Let me, I'm just going to stay home. Could have ran away, could have freaked out. And, and the whole running away thing comes up. And his defense is, well, sometimes Ashley gets mad. We get into a fight. I just need some space. So that's why I walk away. And mom understands that, but knows it's not a sustainable way to react. Yes. But she wants to make sure he loves her and he has good motives. And she says, I don't trust him, but I'll watch him. I'll be there for Ashley. (laughs) But he needs to show her that he's in this for real because she says, I like Manuel, but I really just don't trust him. That's yeah. the issue. I'll be watching you. Now get back to class. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we all will be watching him, and I'm going to be very surprised if they'll make it, but the previews looked wild. I don't, of course, remember, but. That 
their wedding is gonna be destroyed by a hurricane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's Ashley yeah. freaking out. Like, woo. Yeah, Mother Nature is sending a sign. Oh, big one. All right. Woo. Next, Sam and Citra. Citra's gonna have to stop watching horror movies like we had to stop watching Dateline because as, as soon as she touched down in Missouri, she's like, this is out of a horror movie. Yeah, she sees all the random houses around the highway. She's like, this is like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. but in misery. I think I'm done. Yeah. Um, well, she's going to arrive to a whole other type of haunted house of horrors, which is a house where she's going to be living with multiple men. Yes. Three men. And we didn't know that Sam's brother lives there, too. But yeah. based on the bed and the bedding, I don't think it's the brother we saw. Yeah, this this is an interesting living situation. Is Sam's bedroom door the garage door? Like he came through the garage and then yeah. into his bedroom. The garage looked neater than his bedroom. There was no straightening up being done. I know. I feel like he tried to. He tried. He sweeped. <laughs> Um, Citra gets the grand tour and meets Sam's dad, Brian. Brian seems nice. Good, nice, nice 80s loving aliens. Mm-hmm. I didn't really follow the whole thing when he's connecting aliens being in the Bible. I mean, I've never read the Bible. I've read the children Bible with all the fun stories. Okay. I've never really picked up on aliens, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that must have been a different edition. Than the one I'm familiar but with. But he's like Jesus coming down from the sky, like aliens coming down from the sky. I'm like, I mean, you're onto something, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dad sleeps in the living room. On a, there was not even a bed or a sofa. Does he sleeps in the chair? The dads are really getting screwed on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I feel bad. Like I, really, I think Brian was living his best life in his home. And then here comes Sam. Well, here's the thing. Sam is going to sleep in his brother's room, right? Mm-hmm. Because th- they can't sin. They can't sleep in the yeah. same bed until they're married, him and Citra. So he's going to sleep in his brother's room. I imagine his brother at some point is going to have to sleep in that room together. So they'll both sleep in that room. Yeah. Dad's going to sleep in the living room. Citra's going to sleep in Sam's room. Why not, prior to Citra getting there, why didn't just Sam and his brother share a room and give poor dad the room off the garage? Why can't Sam share a room with his bro? True. Dad, dads are getting screwed left and right. And I, totally. fiance, I don't like it. One I bit. hope that Sam and Citra, if they make it, move out of there so Brian can actually have a bedroom like yeah. a normal adult. Yeah. Um, they have a bidet. We saw that Sam set up the bidet because- I feel like he got it off of Amazon. Most likely. <laughs> he probably delivered it himself. He probably delivered it himself. <laughs> and he set it up himself. Citra's got to keep that booty clean. He says, I was getting flashbacks to even Muhammad when oh, Eve yeah. tried to set up the bidet, but then couldn't. So hired the man and then Muhammad got mad that the man, man is setting up a bidet. So at least Sam was able to take care of it. And Citra's unpacking, handing out goodies, handing out gifts like Sam's new prayer shirt, prayer hat, and dad's got questions. But I think he was open to it more more than I thought. He said, oh, okay, so how is this going to work? Well, can I come? And I thought that was a nice moment that he didn't totally dismiss it or shut it down because no. I think for a lot of people, it would be, 
and uh, myself included, to convert to a different religion for someone else, uh, I don't really subscribe for that. In this case, I can see how this can benefit Sam. But I'm glad that my parents wouldn't like it. No. My parents would have a problem with it unless I was like truly into it. I was truly open to it and said, this is what I want. Then my parents would support it. If I wasn't, they would be like, why are you doing it for a guy? Yeah, my parents would want me to change for anyone, religion, uh, otherwise, unless I wanted to do something myself. Exactly. It, yeah, it's not just a religious thing. It's a why are you changing for somebody else if you don't want to change for yes. yourself? Um, I think Brian is open-minded. I hope so. If you're going to believe in the ancient alien theories that he believes in, I think you're pretty open-minded. Well, I also think that he knows that his son didn't have the easiest life. And if this is what he wants or, and there is a girl involved, why not? So is Citra's dad going to sleep in that house too? Because if so, it's going to get very crowded. And her sister's coming too. It's going to get very crowded. I don't think they will. I mean... I don't know where. Is he going to sleep with Brian? Is it going to be the dead room? (laughs) (laughs) So the next morning, I love seeing Sam sleeping in those baseball and football beds. He needs a duvet because him sleeping in those sports-themed bed sheets does not help the baby face. No, but that's his brother's room. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think his brother must be young. I know, but just to see Sam in that twin Uh, bed with baseball sheets. Well, Sam looks like Brian. Yeah. Like, definitely, that's how he's going to look like in 30 years. Yeah. But Citra, in her very innocent pajamas, isn't helping Sam with the whole, they can't even kiss. The blue balls? Yeah, he's not shy about talking about his blue balls. No. Uh, he's, He's 30, but he talks like he's 13. Like, when he talks about... His blue balls, taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, yeah. getting my car laid. He's he look looks at, he looks look young. He look looks young. He acts. Look at him. Young. Yeah. So today's task is to clean Sam's car. I honestly almost threw up. I don't think it's possible for a car to be this dirty. I thought at that point the car just gives up and it's like, nope. I was getting very nauseous watching this and I don't even think I watched the whole thing, to be <laughs> honest, because it's just, it's so disgusting. If I don't dust my car at least once a week, I feel bad. Teresa dusts her car at red lights. I have lights. a duster in my car. At red lights, she whips it out and just gives the dashboard <laughs> a, a quick dusting. I love dusting my car. This was giving me office vibes when Michael Scott was getting ready to drive. Oh. The, I was like, what about this bottle of power drink? What flavor? Blue? (laughs) Well, that's going to come up here with me. That was just disgusting. They're going through everything, throwing things away. And Citra sees some papers. It's like, oh, is any of this your diversion paperwork? And Sam's like, speaking of that, probably not going to be able to get a diversion, which means I may have to go to jail. Which I don't know how the whole 90 day situation would work, to be honest, like legally. I don't know if they would get a, like, because she's there on the fiancé visa. That doesn't grant you a green card. No. So I'm not even sure how that's going to work, if it's going to work. Well, here's my question, and I don't think they addressed it. How long would he go to jail for? Mm. Is it like, oh, yeah, you have to go to jail for a week? Or is it a year? Five? Like, right? The length kind of matters. It might just be, eh, you got to go away for a few days. Well. 
I think for me, I would be done with him immediately because I think she's been very open-minded and accepting of him with his past. But he had one job and one job only, and it was to make sure he does get the diversion. He sends the paperwork in time and he didn't. Yeah. I would literally, because that just shows that he, he's not responsible. He's immature. He's immature. I would not want to have anything to do with someone like that. And it's not like, oh, you forgot to buy the eggs at the store. Like, this is, this is huge. This is This is life altering. Life altering. Thank you. The fact that he just didn't, care enough to make sure that you fucking set your arm or whatever you need to do that would be a absolutely fucking not situation for me and you need to frame it you need to look at it in the context of this girl uprooted her life and moved from yes. another country it's not just like oh yeah the girl i'm dating down the street i didn't mention that i might go to jail yeah this woman uprooted her life and is moving to a new country and you're not even going to tell her that you may go to the slammer for yeah <laughs> Some amount of time, it's it's very immature. Very immature, to say the least. I'm honestly like, I don't know if she's gonna stay. Um, okay. we'll see what dad. We'll see. We'll see what dad says. One more couple. One more couple. Gino and Jasmine. Let's go to the beach, bitch. <laughs> wow, baby. Whoa, he's like. He's so turned on. I, mean, I, I, was, I don't think I, ever, was, I think last alone. time we saw him this turned on was when he got peed on. That's very true. Also, why wearing the horse shirt to the beach? I like the shirt. I don't know what it <laughs> says about me, but I like the shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it says about you. Jasmine's like, rub some lotion on me, baby. I'll get on all fours so you can rub lotion on me. Like, that was a very aggressive position to take to get lotioned up. But she's like, careful, careful, butt implants. And Gina almost agrees on that there was a good investment. Yeah, show me that fat ass. Show me that fat ass. Well, he still doesn't know who actually paid for it or who helped. Very true. And I almost feel like it's going to come out with the tell-all and it's going to oh, be totally. a, whoa. I, I feel like Gino may be a bit of an exhibitionist because this is the most, and granted she looked fantastic, but this was the most turned on and excited he was, was being in public like rubbing her ass. Like I think he, maybe he got joy out of people watching because I don't know if you saw, there was totally a perv standing behind them who was blurred out his face, but he was filming. He was on his oh, cell phone. Oh, I didn't see that. He was, yeah, Gino's rubbing lotion on her ass and there's this perv behind filming. I didn't see that. Well, mm -hmm. I think maybe he was a fan of 90 Day. Yeah, it may have been us. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> us. But, okay, he they got to the beach and Jasmine says, Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. This is awesome. There were like 59,000 people on the beach. It was terrible. Welcome I would to not Miami want to beach. be there. No, welcome to Miami Beach. There was, But again, when the alternative is the bocce court in Michigan. That's very true. This is fantastic. This is fantastic, yes. <laughs> the blur boy in the edit booth was working overtime this episode because her whole ass was out and not in a bad way. But it had to be blurred on TLC. And so every time there was a shot from behind, there was just a huge blur over Jasmine's I, I booty. I could have dismissed that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was trying to peek between the, the pixelation. <laughs> <laughs> so they start, they start talking about the wedding and Jasmine says, what if I said I didn't want your family at the wedding? She didn't love the questions that were coming her way at dinner. She didn't love that he went on a bachelor party. She didn't love the prenup suggestion. What if... What if I said if the family goes to the wedding, I'm not getting married? And I'm proud of Gino for not agreeing to this. 
He was like, no, my family, yeah. my family loves us. My family's going to be there. I want them there. And so Jasmine says, all right, one more. I'll give them one more chance. Yeah. But then she wants to get married at the beach. And she says, well, I could wear a bathing suit, which would be much cheaper than an actual dress. Yeah. But then the family couldn't come. Yeah. Isn't the family going to be in Florida or something? Wasn't it the they, whole route? Well, some of them. Yeah. We're going to be in Florida. Don't get married this week. Actually, we're going to crash your vacation. We'll get married then. Everybody wins. How about that? They can do two weddings too. Yeah, they can. Yeah. yeah. But so, that was kind of it. That One was more it. chance for Jazz. One more chance. Looks like no episode next week. No. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Although we will have maths. We'll talk about maths. Is it okay to say Merry Christmas now when Hanukkah's over? It's or okay do we still say Happy Holidays? I keep saying Happy Holidays to everyone. It's a great question. Uh, I'm not offended if you if you throw out a Merry Christmas. Okay. As a, as, a, as a Jewish person, I'll take it. I am a Jewish person. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I need to rewrite my co-workers Christmas cards. Well, I, I think Happy Holidays in, includes more than just Hanukkah. Okay. So I can keep it. It's all the holidays. It's New Year's. Um, so you can keep a happy holidays. Okay, I'll keep yeah. that. Yeah. So, so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Hope you guys had a fantastic Hanukkah. If you celebrate. Even if you didn't celebrate, just the season. Just the season for sure. That's why I don't get offended when people say Merry Christmas to me. Because it's like, it is Christmas. I can still have a Merry December 25th. Well, if you celebrate Christmas with me and I celebrate but Hanukkah even with you. But even before. I was like, it is still Christmas. I'm not offended that you're telling me to have a Merry Christmas. True. Right? Right for me. <laughs> um, I can't really judge that because before I met you, I only celebrated Christmas. So. Yeah. Well, it's like Happy Halloween. If you don't celebrate, if I'm not getting dressed up, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but if I'm not getting dressed up and going out and trick-or-treating, I could still have a Happy Halloween. It's the day is Halloween. It's October 31st. It's Halloween. I guess. Yeah. All right. That's right. Well, happy, holidays. happy December. Happy December. <laughs> happy holidays. We will have maps this week. And then if you're on the Patreon or Supercast, you may or may not get a Christmas bonus. Yes, you may or may not. But otherwise, we'll see you guys or we'll hear you. You'll hear us in 2024. Woo, isn't it wild? That's very exciting. Again, maps is happening yeah. and it's happening on time because someone's finally home. Am I right? Yeah, well, don't jinx it. Are you going somewhere? No, but you you better. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. And when so I we're do, we're on schedule for this week. You'll be with me. Yes, we are. So thank you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed watching this episode and listening to this episode. We yes. sure did. If you guys want that Christmas bonus that may or may not happen, or if you want to hear our other way coverage, or if you want to be locked in and ready for the single life coverage, get on that Patreon, get on that Supercast, patreon.com slash Reality, marriedthreality.supercast.com. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at marriedthrealitypod. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening, so whenever we drop something on the free feed, it comes right to your device. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as this beautiful holiday season. Ooh, because so hot. I love December in general. Me I too. love it. I wish Florida got some snow. We don't get any snow. I miss snow, but I still love the season. Yeah, so smash it like it's as hot as the holiday season, the winter season. Also the holiday smash holiday season. 
<laughs> also, <laughs> match like it's as hot as the review we got from Sammy Stew. Yes, I forgot to say that. I'm so sorry, no, Sammy I Stew. Mean, Sammy Stew, you you are as important as the holiday season. Oh, Sammy for Stew. sure. You guys all are. So you thank guys you. are the gift that keeps on giving. You got that right. Beautiful, mm-hmm. Teresa. Beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Uh, anything else to say? I've said it all. I've said it all. All right. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.